Hey, everybody. Oh, no, it's a, it's a gusher. Yes. Oh, oh no. I want to say it's been like two weeks of me not getting my drink everywhere, Nick, and, and that streak is spoiled. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Weekender. <laughs> Take that sip. Oh, geez. That was a problem. I'm Jody H. Sexton. I'm here with Nick Hasselman. I think what happened, Nick, is I got in a hurry because this show is packed is what's happening. I see. And there's a moral of that story somewhere. I guess take your time. Is that the moral? Yeah, sure. Don't don't run with scissors. I don't know. <laughs> this is a quadruple quadruple stuffed episode of the Weekender. As as always, go over to patreon.com slash podcast to uh become a patron, gain full access to this show. Uh listen, people, we gotta talk about what's happening in Alabama with the IVF bullshit. We got so much stuff going on uh in this election. We've got questions from our audience members. I promise you it is worth it. Patreon.com slash podcast. And if you go over there, you can also hang out with us this Saturday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, where we're going to be covering the results from the South Carolina primary. Uh, We're going to preview that a little bit later, but give everyone a preview of our preview, Nick. What's going to happen on Saturday? Well, we're going to talk about what's happening in South Carolina and what the state of the race is and whether Nikki Haley will remain in the race. I think she might. She might just sort of be having too much fun. (laughs) <laughs> she's having a great time <laughs> she's having such a good time yeah we gotta talk about all, all that we'll get into it later in the show but nick we have to start because this story is perfect in every single possible way and there's even elements of it and this is the thing it's perfect because it involves the international right-wing authoritarian conspiracy it involves trump and the republicans and their allegiances with russia it involves lies that they've told about joe biden and also nick there's an element to this story that nobody wants to talk about nobody wants to get into and that story is that fbi informant alexander smirnov uh and an Israel uh, native and an often used FBI asset. And I'm, I'm going to argue in a little bit, Nick, that that's not the only organization using him as an asset. Uh, it has been revealed that he fed false information about Joe and Hunter Biden, uh, corruption, uh, uh, bribery, all of that stuff, which has led you know to the precipice of uh, impeachment. He has been arrested and it has been re- revealed that Russian intelligence fed him the narrative that Joe and Hunter Biden were engaged in this corruption scheme. Uh, he's now been, been arrested and, and everything that we have found so far, it appears that the Republican Party has been trafficking from Smirnov and from these sources. They've been trafficking Russian misinformation and uh, propaganda. Uh, couldn't happen to a better group of people. You know what's fascinating about this, Jared? Um, Everything. It reminds me of a certain other uh, bunch of information we had gotten from another former FBI informant uh, in Steele, Christopher Steele's uh, dossier. Now, the funny thing about that was that he told everybody that he got it from Russian sources, right? He, this is like what he was hearing. This is the chatter. So that's why he certainly wasn't arrested for any reason for having discussed these things with the FBI. But um, it's for the for the same kind of argument that they wanted to try and dispel the Steele dossier as a whole piece, even though lots of it had been verified. Uh, they're they're trying. They they were able to hook, line, and sinker take this guy's information and just sort of run with it as if it was verified. Uh, it's a really fascinating how they can have such a strong radar for bullshit uh when it comes from one side but not the other you know what i'm saying well 
I don't think it's that there's a radar for bullshit, Nick. I actually think that this isn't um, this isn't a side effect. It's 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 part of the the function of what's happening here. I, I want to go ahead and say, just to go ahead and, and make it clear for everyone, that Russia has engaged in one disinformation uh, and and election interference scheme after another, not just in the United States but around the world. This is the business that they're in. It's like going into McDonald's and being like, "Wow, I didn't know y'all had Big Macs." That's incredible. All of that is real. The quote unquote Russiagate story was real. It was just reported on and sold to the public as something that it wasn't. The Trump campaign was absolutely in lockstep with with Russia intelligence and misinformation and disinformation and interference. It just so happened that Paul Manafort, who, by the way, I have to assume that Paul Manafort and Alexander Smirnov, I have to assume that they probably hung out in some of the same places, probably traded a little caviar in a little bit. We'll, we'll talk about that in just a second. So now that we've made that clear, Nick, and now that we've made it clear that one of the biggest stories in, in not just modern American history, but American history period has been misreported, misunderstood, and also buried. Let's point out the fact that this is like getting very little coverage and, and everyone keeps talking about it. Nick, I'm just going to I'm going to I'm going to run down a couple of the details that we've gotten from this story. And I'm just going to let things marinate. And then I want, I want to hear what you have to say about this. OK, <laughs> Smirnoff. Uh, it, it appears has quote unquote lied about his wealth. He uh, has uh, ties to Russian intelligence up and down the board. He has ties to Russian and Ukrainian oligarchs. He also takes regular expensive trips. He has expensive homes. He has expensive things. It's weird how much this is like Paul Manafort, isn't it? It's really mm -hmm. weird how these things sort of line up. Meanwhile, the New York Times, the Washington Post, all of the papers and media of record, they're like, we don't understand it, Nick. How did this happen? Why did they talk to this guy? It appears he tells a bunch of lies. Why in the world is the intelligence community talking to him? I'm just going to let that sit for a second. I'll come back. I'll leave a cliffhanger and tell you why they're talking about him in just a second. But what are you, what are your feelings about this as the as it's being developed? You know, um, it's just the Republicans have never shied away from innuendo or being able to just use anything that wasn't even true. They don't care. Right. To smear. So so I might have sounded naive uh, in, a, a second ago when I was talking, but, you know, certainly this is this is the feature. This is what they want to do. They want to muddy it. And by the way, I would I would think that the biggest reason why they want to do this whole thing against Biden <clears throat> is simply in retribution for yeah. what Trump went through with evidence. Right. We They have evidence on what happened with Trump, but they simply had to be. We have to do the same thing to Biden, whatever we can do. We have to, you know, that just to get back at them and show them how whatever. And so that's why they're so willing. And they don't have scruples anyway. There's no ethics in that side. So they don't care. So they, they whatever they can do, whoever they can find. Um, it is sad, though, because it's rooted in Rudy Giuliani's um, mental state, I suppose, as well, because he was also somebody who uh, legitimized a lot of this information back in, you know, 2019, 2018. So it's... Um, it, it's it's sad and it's not shocking. And um, I, I hope it actually has an effect on somebody somewhere in one of those states that we, you know, that Biden might have to win to win the presidency. I, I, I'm sad to say it. it is going to have no effect whatsoever. Oh. But but Nick, what you just brought up is absolutely important in all this. It's like the, the thing we reported on the other day with Russian space lasers. That's the kind of thing that ping pongs around Washington, D.C. And it just so happened that a Republican was like, I'm going to tell the press this is going to hurt Joe Biden. This type of stuff is the type of stuff that gets dinged around for forever. And let me tell you, Smirnov, 
this is not the first time that he has lied to intelligence agencies. And we'll talk about why I know that and what this is and what's actually happening in just a second. But it just so happened that the Republicans were like, this is perfect. This is an absolutely perfect thing to go ahead, take the baton and run with to hurt Joe Biden, possibly impeach him, also to go on a fishing expedition. Why is this happening? It's happening for the same reason that Joseph McCarthy used intelligence reports and briefings and turned it into McCarthyism because it was politically expedient. And he used it against socialist, leftist, gay people, black people and women in the New Deal coalition. Like, it, it, it just so happens if you are shameless enough, you can do this stuff. Nick, why did they, they take this on the record? Because he's an intelligence agent. Because he's a person who plays both sides of the field. Whenever we see these movies about spies and shit, we always think there's a good spy and a bad spy. No, you're dealing with really, really ugly characters who are playing both sides against one another. On one hand, this guy is going in and hanging out with oligarchs and warlords. And then on the other hand, he's coming and telling America what they know. And what's he do? He makes money over here. Then he goes over here and he makes money over there. The, the entire world is filled with these people. I'm sorry, but everything here that the Times is pretending that they do not understand, this the, to put it in, in, in parlance, people can understand, this was a spy who did something that spies do, and it just so happens the Republicans ran with it because they're willing accomplices to Russia, and now all of a sudden you've got to bring the dirty laundry out. And what happens when a spy gets brought in from the cold? You have to say, we don't know who this guy is. This is crazy, Nick. I, we, we have no idea who this guy is. Right. Well, I, so I suppose that Smirnoff was maybe uh, not anticipating this getting this far because now he's in, you know, going to go to prison probably, right? You get handed a package by a Russian agent and the Russian agent says, leave it behind this mailbox at 1235 a.m. in this park. You don't know what's in the package. <laughs> Right. Like he did this basically because this stuff is being bandied about for uh, one time after another. And why did Russia do it, Nick? They did it because they know the Republican Party would run with it. Mm -hmm. And they wanted to go ahead and try and cleave some space in between the government and Ukraine. It's not a coincidence, by the way, that this guy's Israeli, that he hangs out in Ukraine, hangs out in Russia. Basically, anybody who fits all of that, they're trafficking in a lot of concurrent circles. They're doing a lot of the same business. And what's happening here, it, it's, it's just the fact that the Republicans wanted to use this for their own purposes. Exactly. And uh, and and it's easy. It, it was probably not hard at all. Not to, hard uh, to start doing this all stuff. And you, when you guy you have people like Jim Jordan involved, uh, I mean, Smirnov is going to regret this, I suppose, because he was probably hoping to just slip all the information and then you know scurry away or whatever, but or run away from that. Then, but meanwhile, um, now we had to go to the feds and actually sort of testify and now and break the law on that. So, um, I, I wish this would actually have the effect that we we're looking for, as far as disinfectants allowing sunlight into the whole process, learning exactly what's real and what's not. Um, it just continues to play into, uh, you know, the the agita, right, I suppose, yes. of the Republican Party and the constituents who follow them. Well, yeah. And, and part of the reason is, by the way, you're not hearing a lot of Democrats talking about this. Why, Nick? Because they're in the same sort of morass, right? They're all dealing with the same intelligence. They're all doing whatever. It just so happens that, like, this is the equivalent, honestly, in the NFL of like deflate gate, where all of a sudden you're like, wait a second, somebody deflated the footballs to get an advantage? That's cheating. You've been listening to the free part of this episode. 
If you'd like to hear the rest of this great conversation, head over to patreon.com slash muckrakepodcast and subscribe for lots more additional content, including a Discord server and live shows. We'd really appreciate it if you could give it a try. We know you'll love it and come back for more.